When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rana, it's out of the closet. It is out of the closet and into their closets. So cute. The Pride Icon Tees exclusively from Ask Rana with Ryan and Brian are out and proud. Limited edition. Limited edition. It's Only Pride Month. Only for the month of June. Correct. Only for Pride Month. It Correct. is Brian's Pride Icon's Tay. And I wanted to go with all the inspirational, iconic women of television who've inspired me my whole life. So the icons list is Devereaux and Cherish and Pope and Glickman and Brian. I know the only reason I made the shirt is because you're worried I was going to fire you. No, I saved the best for last. I'm still delighted to be on it. Rana, you inspire me every day. And I feel like reciprocally we're just we're, we're just understanding each other's sex lives more and more and i'm so proud uh, of god well i you know i can't say anything about that during pride month i just have to nod and say i think it's all fabulous it's all normal and fabulous so <laughs> but that's this shirt yes. i just have to say this shirt is so cute it's our normal helvetica shirt and then at the bottom the brian is in the fabulous pride rainbow and even i'm gonna get one of these shirts so take a look it's on a shirt it's pride month t-shirt Podswag.com slash ask Rana. Yeah. Brian. Rana. Yeah. How are you? I have to tell you. I made a Negrana last night. Did you? Yeah, I did. Uh, I thought it was time for a little little fun and sophisticatedness out in here. In this I think I... Well, a Negrana is basically a Negroni up. Yeah. Made with just the right ingredients. What what ratio did you do for your Negrana? But see, I don't know if I'm doing it... I like it heavier on the gin, personally. That's how I'm going to start doing it, because I did one-to-one-to-one yeah. to one to one with yeah. the sweet vermouth, the gin, and the uh, Aperol. So I... Ba- no, Apple. excuse me, Campari, Campari. Oh, I, I know, God, that was a, wow, I really Sent stepped in it. Sent a chill up my spine. I really stepped in a it. A chill. Aperol's for a spritz. Yeah. Campari is for a Negrana. But see, exactly. this, so the, the secret to it, so I didn't do a Negrana then, because next time I do it, I'm going to do heavier on the gin. So my secret for a Negrana is I do two, one, one. Or one and a half, one, one, if you really don't, if you're not crazy about the gin taste. But I do a I two, one, one. And I love, what kind I'm of gin I'm going to do it that way use? tonight. Bombay? What, uh, sapphire S- or regular dry? Sapphire. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I bet that was delicious. I what like, do you use? Well, that's what I like is I like a London dry gin, basically. Yeah. What do you my, use? I use Old Raj sometimes. Okay. That sounds yeah. nice. And I do enjoy Bombay Sapphire. Well, maybe uh, we could do a, a um, like a switch where a, you take the Bombay Sapphire and I take the Old Raj. Yeah, and then over the weekend, over the holiday weekend, I used. Now I have I didn't 
I didn't want to out and out advertise this because you can't get it everywhere yet. It's really okay. just one of those things that if you know someone, you know, you know, you know. Yeah. You know. And uh, Paul Fig has his own new gin, which what? is called Adding Stalls Gin. But because of the pandemic, it's not in stores everywhere yet. And but you so, can buy it? Well, I ha- you can buy it from, I believe, Duvin um, Wine and Liquors in Hollywood, West Hollywood, and they'll ship it to you. Oh. That's my that's my understanding. Okay, but it's going to be everywhere, yeah. and it's going to be in every hotel and every high end this and high end that. But of course, as a close personal friend, yeah. Paul g- gave me a bottle, and I have to say it's delicious. It's a real botanical gin. You know what I was thinking? Since since he lives in California, right? He does. Yeah. So I was thinking. Oh, he's going to have him send you mail. He could send me. Uh, well, I your would love mail. it if he could check my mail. I don't know what neighborhood he's in, but if yeah. he could send me a bottle, that would be great. Well, you could just come over and you could try mine. But I know, but I can't just try it, Rana. Well, you know what? We'll have him on the show. When we have him on, you can talk to him about whether he's got a bottle for you or not. Okay. That's a good you idea. You can ask him yourself. Okay. I'd be I'm happy gonna, to. I love I'm his I'm not going to do a friend of a friend ask. You know what I mean? Not really. Yeah. But okay. okay. I, I didn't really think you did know what I meant. <laughs> also, <laughs> another secret to mine, which is a worse version. Yeah. I I did mine. Uh, I know that you do yours up. I did you mine on the rocks. You didn't do it in a shaker. Oh, you did it on the rocks, right? But so that's I'd not pre- a Negroni. So basically, you had a Negroni. You didn't have a Negroni. Yeah. yeah. Did you put a little bit of uh, of orange rind around I, the glass? I did. And I did you put a twist in? I did. I yeah. did do all that. Okay. But I think what tonight what I'm going to do is um, you'll give me that gin or a couple bottles or whatever it is, and I'll put it in the carriage house, and then I'll experiment. Yeah. Yeah. A Negrana is served up. A Negroni is served in a regular glass, either with a giant ice cube or however you like it. But a Negrana is served up. All right. Yeah. So everyone should get a Negrana. And it's a 2 one, one. And I got to be honest with you. I mean, I think everyone heard. You couldn't hear a pin drop when I said Aperol. It's Campari, folks. Yeah. It's Campari. Ha- hashtag Negrana. It's the drink of the summer. It certainly is. Yeah. It's a, all right. And by the way, all we ever talk about is wanting to be in Italy. So that's just one step closer. Well, I will say this. We said we weren't going to talk about it, but we'll do it very quickly, which is okay. that Brian downloaded HBO Max. I sure did. And then he started texting me from the carriage house, Rana, are you on HBO Max? Are you on HBO Max? And I, I said, always, yeah. I'm cooking. Stop driving me crazy. I said, stop what you're cooking. Because I had Looney to tunes. use up the shiitakes and the maitakes that I got, which I made a gorgeous, I did make a gorgeous... Uh, mushroom pasta last night oh that sounds great and i even put a little sage in the oil so the sage got crispy oh yeah which i love really reminded me of a wonderful wonderful pasta i had at babo years ago oh sure pre 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 this pandemic and pre mario's pandemic as well yeah but in any event it's funny all of those people i think about that sometimes all of those people who were forced out of their business, either from Me Too or whatever, and that they had to either settle with their businesses or sell their biz- their half of the business to whoever. It came out ahead financially? They came out ahead. That's so awful. Because all those restaurants are going to collapse, and they will have gotten Ugh, a piece of the business. When that is the worst something. thing I've ever heard. I know. That's how I think. What can I say? Yeah. In any event... 
Brian was saying to me, Rana, do you watch first dates? I mean, I was blowing up your phone, Rana. And I had to laugh because I, I never would have known it was on there. So I'm so delighted. And they have- They didn't what? advertise any of the good stuff. Turner Classic Movies. They have all of them. All the Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes, which you're crazy about, which is, should come as no surprise to anyone when they take your advice, which is jump off a cliff, jump into a convertible, <laughs> set off some TNT, and then say to your husband, now do you want to take me out to dinner? That's literally an entire episode of any number of those. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I mean, it is so obvious to me now that you're a Looney Tunes fan. It's so funny. <laughs> Love it. But I mean, it's so you are Wiley Coyote yourself. Thank you. He had a great yeah. body. I, I think you've said that before. It's <laughs> horrible with my ab. I think I you have. have. I guess well, I think he, about it. He a was broad-shouldered, skinny to the skinny. He really the waist. was very yeah. sexy. A nice V Wiley coyote. And I'll tell you one, another thing. I hated the Roadrunner. Hated it. He's a jerk. How do you feel about Bugs Bunny? I have to be honest with you. He. I know where you're going with this. Because you, you don't like a mischief Because you know maker. I don't like. Well, but I don't like Elma Fuddy the, or, or the other guy. I gotta, I gotta be Sam. honest. They don't drive me crazy. I love all three of them. Yeah. It's just the Roadrunner that drove me crazy. Well, because he doesn't talk. He doesn't talk and he still meep, gets meep. one over on Wiley. Meep, and meep. Wiley to me has very kind eyes. Okay. A sexy coyote. <laughs> doesn't exist actually. <laughs> In any event... They have all of these British reality shows, which Brian said to me, Ron, have you ever watched First Dates? And I had to admit to Brian my guilty pleasure when I'm flying on a plane, which has been a while now. R.I.P. Is I watch when I'm going over the pond, I have my meal and I watch First Dates. It's the best. It is so sincere. It is so low budget. That all takes place at the First Dates restaurant and all it is, is people going on First Dates. And then what happens, Rana? And everyone shows up tanked because it's England. So you're They're not an alcoholic, you're just red. English. Yep. People are falling off their stools at the bar before they even get to the table. Yep. And it either works out or it doesn't work out. And then the craziest part is that they have to pick up the check. The production does not even pay for their dinner. They don't pick up the check. It's I, unlike You any might have to team. watch it with subtitles. I would suggest people watch because it with subtitles. Because everyone talks... Is this East? Is that an East End thing? Some of it's East End, and then they have a lot of Northern people also that come on. And where's Sussex? Because they talk about a lot of guys are from Sussex. Yeah. Oh, no, um, you mean Essex. Essex, that's what I meant. Yeah, no, that's in Essex. Well, so there was a a pretty big migration from sort of the East End to Essex. I see. And so that's why you get that at the Essex accent is a very specific accent. Yeah. I love I love the way some like of these the women talk. Like the show The Only Way is Essex. The Only Way is Essex, yes. Towie, yeah, which was a great show. I love how the women talk and they're just like, oh, you're fit, isn't it? And it's just like, they're barely like putting their mouths close together. They're just always like, yeah. and like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, an, it's an accent parade that I've really never heard a British accent quite it's like. unbelievable. That. I love it so much. And then they started the First Dates Hotel, which I hadn't watched. And then I watched, made the mistake of which, watching last night. And I'm not kidding, Brian. I burst into tears. Wait, because you weren't there. Because I couldn't believe that the summer was coming. The, I, I watched, you watched the one in Italy. I watched the one in the south of France. Yeah. And they put this hotel together just in this adorable little medieval town. The cutest hotel you've ever seen. And all I could think about was that summer was coming. We're not, we're not going to get to go anywhere. But Marblehead is beautiful in the summer. And I'm telling you. But you'll be gone by then anyway. I'm not going. Oh, but yeah. Marblehead plus. No, you'll a, be gone by then. No, no, no. I'm fine staying, Ron, honestly. I think, I think we both know you'll be gone by then. 
Ronna, you really underestimate my devotion. I'm telling you, I'm looking in your eyes and telling I, it's you okay, I'm Brian. not going I know you're going to start your cross-country tour at some point. I pr- Ronna, and you'll be saying to me, Ronna, I'm in Des Moines. Ronna, I'm in, I have to, you know, this one I'm doing for Bismarck, South Dakota. Or, I'm not going on those road trips unless you're coming with me, Ronna. You'll do the cannonball run. You can do the whole thing in 26 hours. I won't even, you'll be, you, you know, stop to gone. go to the bathroom twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, Ronna, right. don't. I don't want you to worry about anything. I'll be here as long as you need. Uh, yeah, I think as long as I need. As dot, long dot, as we dot. need. As long All as right, we need. Let's do these follow-ups real We've fast because we have a ones. fabulous guest today. I'm so excited to talk to Cool Up. Uh, she's the best. I, I yeah. have to say, I absolutely love it when we get follow-ups. It's my favorite. I wish people would send us even more follow-ups. I Me love too. the follow-ups. My favorite part. Couldn't agree more. So first, should we do you want to do uh, one from the um, – well, someone actually – this isn't necessarily a follow-up, but someone heard us uh, mentioned on Adam Buxton's podcast, which, of course, oh. we love. We had Adam Buxton on the show. He's and fabulous. As we know, he's a very private person, but his podcast is so funny, and he's so just – I don't know. He's such a such a really a cool guy, and he has a big following. And this person said, hello, Ronna Brian and the talking bird on Brian's shoulder. Oh, this is very nice. That he never gets a shout out. Right I was going to say the bird almost never, and the bird must be furious too. Furious. When you come home at night, is the bird? Did she ask about me? I have to tell did you. Did she? Something. Did they ask about me? And did I, they mention me during the show today? Was I on the show today? This is something. <laughs> actually, this person unlocking, saying hello to the bird on the shoulder, yeah. now is unlocking for me. Why all the resentment for so long since we've been doing the show? And it actually is making sense. The resentment from the, from bird, the bird to you? Yes. Yeah. It is actually making sense. Yeah. I was introduced to Ask Rana and Brian recently on Adam Buxton's podcast and have since delighted in playing catch up as I walk in the Westchester Trails mask on every day during lockdown. As soon as you mentioned Patreon, I researched and joined, of course, feeling doubly lucky, luckily, feeling doubly lucky to have twice as many episodes to enjoy. Wow. You both represent the gold standard of advice, recommendations, humor, class, and chemistry. Thank you for bringing such joy to my life. Anthea, a Brit living in New York for 36 years. XX. Anthea. But it seems like the accent's on the Anne. Anthea. Right? Maybe. Okay, she spelled it phonetically. Anthea. Yeah. All right. Uh, So Westchester Trails, I wonder if she ever runs into Bill and Hill up there. Remember when Hillary lost the election? She was up there hiking every day in the Westchester Trails when people kept running into her. Of course. Are you watching the Jeffrey Epstein documentary? No. Is it good? It's on Netflix. I watched the trailer for it, and then I thought to myself, you know what? I know. That's where I'm at. I have not actually watched it yet, but people say it's very good. Um, But it's just like, do I want that? I don't know if I want all that information in my brain. It just seems very dark to me. Yeah. And I'm not sure I have room for more darkness. I, I, that's time. sort of where I'm at. I really only knew about Jeffrey Epstein and all this since sort of, ever, the, you know, the lid was blown off the whole thing. Yeah. But I was about to click it last night and I thought like, you know, I'm just going to wait a bit on this because I just don't know if I'm there yet. Yeah. I just think, I mean, I have absolutely no sympathy for Jeffrey Epstein. That's no. not what I'm saying. I just mean that it's a, it's complicated and it's dark Yeah, and... He well, also was a big fundraiser, and so 
Every, just, all I keep hearing just is Just because you were seen with that guy, does that mean that you were involved in this or that? I don't know. I'd have to watch the whole thing. I just honestly don't have the bandwidth for that. I hear you. At this moment. I yeah. hear you. Yeah. We have a and follow-up. I, we should say, I do want to say this, though, because she said that she was part of the Patreon. I just want to remind people that in this month, for June, for Pride Month, $2 from every sauna privileges membership yes. is going to be going to the Trevor Project. That's our charity for June, for Pride Month, and which charity, is a fabulous, fabulous charity. It is a it is a five-star Charity Navigator approved yeah. charity. It's one of the best. It, it deals with suicidal ideations and thoughts and depression amongst uh, LGBTQ youth. Um, and it's it truly is just... Through and through, one of those places where, like, you know where the dollars are going and you know the action is being taken. And it's a it's yeah. a wonderful charity. I know. I'm so excited about that. Okay. All right, Rhonda, we got a follow-up from one of the cliffhangers. Oh. Hello again. I really appreciate you taking the time to offer up your sage advice. I reached out to a couple of other friends and everyone told me essentially the same thing. Oh, I guess we should say what this was about. So this was about... Oh, this is the cousin's husband. Exactly. Whether the cousin on Tinder, my cousin's husband's on Tinder, and he is on Tinder saying something like, "In a terrible marriage, I'm in a loveless marriage." Yeah. Okay. Um, Rana was spot on. Both my cousin and the Tinder jerk have children from previous marriages, and yes, Ah. they've only been married about five years. Anyhow, I told my cousin, the one I speak to regularly, who thanked me and met up with her sister in a parking lot and broke it to her. She confronted her husband, who said he was drunk when he made it and totally forgot about it. Made the profile. They're still together and working. I love on it. that. I'm going to start telling people I was drunk when I did something. And, oh, oh, that. Oh, I was drunk when I did it. Don't worry about it. I can't think of anything that. I mean, I just can't think of any and being drunk that would make me create a profile. Yeah, I mean, but that's also, just it's fine. just a thing to say it's to get out to of to get out of it. Yeah, correct. Uh, they're still together. I'm working on it. I hope for the best, and I'm glad the cat is out of the bag. At least that's true. This person now has a clear conscience about it. Yeah. At least my cousin won't be completely caught off guard if it doesn't work out. Once again, thank you for everything you do. I can't emphasize enough how much I adore you two and look forward to the shows every week. See you around the carriage house. Kiss, kiss. Newly unburdened. And then she did five hearts that were the different colors of the rainbow, much like the ask, much like the uh, pride icon T-shirt. Brian's pride icon stay. Correct. Podswag.com slash ask Rana. That's right. Fabulous. And then we've got this. Uh, okay. We've got one more here. This one's great. Hi, Rana. Yeah. Just Rana. It's just to me. You, don't, you know, Rana, I see it in black and white. You, you don't have to uh, constantly. <laughs> Hi, Rana. So, Brian, if you want to go get a drink or go to the bathroom or whatever <laughs> while this is happening, you can. Thanks. I wrote the Brunello iTunes review and uh. love what you've done with it. I'm applying my Corona time wisely and writing extra verses. Just wanted to send it off your way. No big whoop. Oh, and hey, Brian. This person's rubbing it in. Well, they did. And now they've got new verses here they want us to do. Should we take a little turn here and do these new verses? Yes. Okay. So the original was Brunello, Lauro, Hermes, McQueen, Celine, Valentino, Moschino, Prada, Altazara, Rana. Fabulous. Next verse. May again? You yeah, go. I think you're going to do all of them. I think you should do all of them, Rana, because I can't pronounce some of these. I'm not even kidding. Bottega, Louis, Goyard, 
Pucci, Gucci, Ferragamo, Manolo, Oscar de de la Renta, Rana. Rana. Lucienne, Pelletfine, Mugle, Monclay, Eves, Dries, Demulmeister, Jean-Baptiste, Rana. Rana. And what's the very end? But not Gabbana, go ask Rana. Vogue. Vogue. That's pretty fun, I have Rana, to say. I have to be honest with you. In that third verse, I have not heard of one of those things. Monclay, I've, I've heard of. And Eve. Okay. I've never Eve's, heard of Eve Lu- is Eve Saint Laurent. Dries is Dries Van Noten. Demulemeisters and Demulemeisters. I can't fabulous, you can say that so easily. Fabulous Dutch designer. Jean-Baptiste Valley, of course. And who's and Mugler? Terry Mugler. Oh, okay. It's German. Uh, Thierry Mugler. No, he's French, actually. And who's Pelafinaya? Uh, Lucien Pelafinay is uh, not really for me, I have to be honest. Right. Um, but let me tell you something. I forgot I have this other ringtone that I'm going to release to the public, too. So we have, we have the ringtone that they can still go on our link tree on our Instagram and download the Brunello ringtone, which is fabulous. Yes. But I have another version, which I'm the only person in the world that has this version. Oh, my God. It's like the Lost Ark. And I'm thinking about... I know, right? This is the, this is the act. And I'm thinking about... Uh, releasing it to the public. I'm going to play it for you right now. This is what really? rings. What this is what rings when my phone rings. Oh my god! Hold on. I think I can play it here. Should I call you? It does make me want to dance. Brunello, Laura, Emes, McQueen. Celine, Valentino, Moschino, Prada, Altazara, Magella, Rana, Kiss. What do you think of that? That's my ringtone. So good. When my phone rings, I mean, I'm sure Madonna's going to sue the pants off of us, but I'm going to put that one up. So we'll call that the... Brunello Vogue version two or whatever. So take a that look on the so on the link tree and that'll be up there too. And it's very simple. All you do is you download it, you drag it over in your iTunes, you drag it over to the ring to ringtones in your library, and that's Add it. Add it on your phone. And, and you're I done. put the directions up there, and they're very complicated. People think they're complicated, but they're not. You just drag it into your library. That's it. All right, we've got to get to this guest. We've got to get to this guest. She is truly one one in a million. It's one in a bajillion. I'll tease yeah. it that way. Yeah. I have to say I'm very excited. It's Pride Month. Me too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it does feel like a, it's our job to keep the party going. That's correct. We're yeah. going to keep it going, Rana. You okay. and me and uh, Anita Baker. And Kulak V. <laughs> and Vogue, Kulak v. Vogue, Vogue. 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 Yep. Okay. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. 
kiss, kiss. Wait a minute. Testing, oh. testing, testing. Are testing we all one, here? two, three. We're here, Rana. We're here. I can't get over it. I can't get over it for one second. She's an actor. She's a writer. More than that, she's, she's a director. A showrunner. She's, she's a, a showrunner. She's a documentarian pad. Who charted origin story? She crosses mediums yes, and genres. Yeah. Right. And an active retweeter. An, an active retweeter. <laughs> if we're going to be current, an active retreater. <laughs> retweeter and Which, retweeter. Sure. One goes with the other, really. Who you're retreating to in order to retweet. Is that That's right? right? That's right. So that I can retweet another day. <laughs> I I feel like we're finding you on a meditation retreat right now. When I it look at look very your background, your it looks very calming. Oh. You have yeah. candles on the mantle, I think. Yes. All of my saints, George Michael, Prince, and Keanu <laughs> uh. Reeves. George Michael, who your dog is named after. That's right. George and Michaela. Thank you. Yep, that's oh right. My, I didn't know that. Two dogs, mm-hmm. George and Michaela. What's the other one called? Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. <laughs> that's right. So She's not cute. on the mantle, though. I guess she doesn't have a saint candle yet. It takes, a long, it takes a long time to become a saint, Rana. Cool. Well, it doesn't take... I it takes a miracle. It, it does take... Well, it takes... Yeah, there's a certain amount of documentation they have to do. Exactly. Yeah. I'm still, I don't think you can file your papers while you're living. I can't file my papers now. I'll have to wait until, until is, I'll, have, is, I'll have you file them for me. Is Mother Once. Teresa finally a saint now? There was something that happened to her. She might be, what's it called? Battened. Beatified or beatified, but it. not uh, a saint quite yet. The steps. Cool. I didn't know that. You could make a documentary about that. Well, Mother Teresa actually had a complicated history. That's yes, right. Yes. Yeah. She wasn't she wasn't exactly Mother Teresa. Let's put it that way. Nobody is not even her. No. Wow. Okay, that's look, deep. We, <laughs> that's real deep. We brought you here today. Yes. Because there are people that have real problems in this no world. No kidding. Okay. And we've got a guest today who has solved problems. Huh? Well, just you're not <laughs> listen. Created a few, probably too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that, but this is yeah. someone who is who is changing the way things are run in Hollywood a little bit. I mean, she is. She she is a woman of color making decisions, running shows, doing things that I don't know. She's pushing the needle in a way that many are not. Can I say Thank that? You. Thank You're you welcome. for saying that. You're welcome. I mean it. I appreciate that. Your documentary was so moving. Bajillion Daughter Properties is oh. so funny. I lo- I, you it's really so just, true. She's two just extremes. one of those people. Completely. Two extremes. And I yeah. loved, I absolutely, I mean, I'm a huge Bajillion fan. So I, I'm not just saying that because I was guest. Uh, That's right. <laughs> I am a huge Bajillion fan. I mean, that show, nuns, It's you know what? It's so funny because comedy now has become people saying, oh, that's funny. Instead of, oh, making, actually instead of making you laugh. Yeah. Yes. And Bajillion is a joke a minute. It's it an absolute joke machine. And everybody who's on the show is so talented and so funny in their own right oh, that you can't, whenever each character pops up, you think, I can't wait to see what this person's going to do. In that Christopher Guest sort of way, where you think, oh, good, now I get to spend five minutes with this jerk. Watch so what he's going to do. Yeah. And then you have Origin yeah. Story, which is probably the most personal thing anyone could ever do is make a documentary about where they're from and who they're from. Deeply it, moving. Is that still on Amazon? It's still on Amazon and, and across all platforms. Is Great. Amazon still in business? It, oh, it's doing the best. Oh, they are? Yes, okay. yes. That, I wasn't um, sure. 
Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, they are. Uh, so they didn't have to throw anything off the service. Well, they I made to make room during the pandemic. <laughs> no, no, they've been taking <laughs> plenty more of room. On. Plenty of room. <laughs> Rana, did, did Jeff Bezos invite you for 4th of July again this year? She never goes. Really? It pull, doesn't is that a stance? All right. Is I'm not a- crazy about Lawrence Sanchez. I'm not going to lie to you. Who's really? the best? And that's his all, new, that's his new lady. Oh, of yeah. course. Yes. Yeah. The one who received the texts. She's one of those people that when you're in the same room with her, she just laughs too loud. So everybody looks over to see what she's doing. I see. Yeah. So your problem isn't with him at all. Well, <laughs> do I have a problem with him? Sure. But I mean, I read the Washington Post. You know, okay, yeah. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Okay, we've sure. got to get into some this of these is letters. Enough already, and that was what I meant twenty minutes ago when I said we're here to give advice. Okay, that's I'm what I said. So much fun. That's not why okay. we brought you here. We brought you here to answer some questions for some of these people who are going out of their brains. True. During all of this, I hope I can be of service. Or you will be. I know. If it. you can't, it doesn't matter. Just, to, <laughs> just. <laughs> Just say what you think, and either it'll be right or it won't, and that's okay. all we can do in this world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm ex- I am excited, though. These questions are perfect. I'm excited for Kulap's take on all these questions, I have to say. Would you like to read the first one, Rana? You go right ahead, Brian. I can see you're all queued up over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dearest Rana, Brian, and esteemed special guest, that's you, Kulap. About nine weeks ago, I lost my full-time corporate job due to coronavirus. Hmm. About half of my team was let go suddenly over the phone. Of those let go, I was the most senior with the most experience, even having an MBA. However, some of the staff who were retained had somewhat poor performance reviews and frankly didn't make a ton of sense. Oh, well. I'm ready to move forward into a new chapter of my life. The point is that all of this happened- (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Sure. Yeah. The po- moving backwards. The point is that all <laughs> Let, of this. I'm ready to move it forward as soon as we figure this out. Exactly. As soon as I do one more thing, I'm ready to move forward. Yep. Yeah. The point is that all of this happened while we were working from home. And for the past two months, we've all had our belongings in the empty office. Okay. When our stay at home order is lifted, order is lifted, I'll have to go back to the office and clean out my desk and return my computer with, with just my boss who let me go. Okay, so the two of them are going to have to go in. Uh, while I have this incredibly, while I have this incredibly awkward hour interaction, how can I leave a lasting impression that this was an incredible mistake on oh. their part? Do I pull the pretty woman line saying this was a big mistake? Do I act like I'm not thrilled to even be there? How do I create a nonchalant am- atmosphere that makes it seem like this wasn't the hardest two months of my adult life? Brian, I'm sure you have some very practical exit strategies to leave a lasting impression. Thank you, JB. I said to be nonchalant. I said good good day, sir. I said good Good day. day. That's what they're looking for. Rana's advice, Julie, everyone makes fun of my advice. Your advice first is always to watch Tootsie, Rana. They are looking for old-fashioned satisfaction. That is what the word was called in colonial times when you would challenge a man to a duel and you would say, I demand satisfaction, which means that both of our reputations are on the line and one of us is going to come out on top here. But anyway. It's not too easy to get your hands on a saber right now, Rana. It's, well, it would be a dueling pistol, Brian, if you must know. But That's probably anyway. easy to get your hands on. <laughs> Let's face it. Or is it to to it's a champagne saber and you 
Saber champagne bottle sure. right in his face. Real Housewives of Washington, D.C. That's a gorgeous idea. Real Housewives of Washington, D.C. That's what it, that's what Tarek, uh, what's his name, used to do. That was if, his big move. If there were a genie that granted me three wishes. It would be to be at one of their five, parties. <laughs> one of them would be to bring all that cast back for another season. That would be one we, of them. You know what? You popped up the other day and I thought to myself, I'd lo- I can't believe Cam- cameras have been following them for the last five years. Alex McCord and Simon from the original Real Housewives. Did you New watch Real York. Housewives of New York uh, ever cool up? No, I don't. They, right. the, they were the worst looking couple. The slimiest. I mean, they were there. <laughs> anyway. All right. Cool up. What do you think about what do you think about this? The whole situation. Well, the whole situation, I feel uh, this person was let off because uh, sh- this person makes more money than everybody else. Correct. That's too expensive. That is too expensive. That's uh, unfortunate to say the least. Yeah. Um, and I, the nonchalant part of it, you know, do you do the, I don't know, uh, instead of talking to them, you do the whole. Uh, a sign thing where you you what was that from that movie? Love, uh, actually. love actually, you love yeah. actually it, and you you do something like that. Force them to to read it in front of you because it's Christmas. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great idea. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you next card. Bob Dylan <laughs> did it too. A lot of famous people have done it, Rana. I think you you're know. right, though. I think that, that by the way, that would actually be great to not only have someone eat their words but say them, like to really just be like. <laughs> Say this out loud what you how I what you did to me and how I feel. I know, what? but I would if you were the boss, you'd just say I'm not gonna read that. And then you go, I know you just said that you're not gonna read it. I'm <laughs> the I'm the signing. You don't, ha- that, you don't have to read it. I mean you don't have to read it. Oh, God. I don't <laughs> out loud in particular. There's no camera watching you. Like I, okay. I mean, that's yeah, true. Next card. Next card. I feel two different ways about this. I do think okay. the only way to win in a situation like this doesn't feel like winning and that is you act like you don't care um that it maybe wasn't a big deal to you that you've moved on however i do think that if ever there were a time to get some answers about something or to vent some frustration this is the time to say like was this a money issue um yeah or was it a performance issue or you know and, right. and you could even just as long as you're calm about it i think you can say the last two months have been really difficult for me because i just can't get my head around it um i think though if you go in there with anything more than a, a calmness about you when you ask those questions it's just going to come off badly well i agree with everything you've both said and i think that the real focusing point here is what do you want Because in some ways we're talking about this like it's a breakup, but it really is a professional situation. So you have to also think about your reputation and your future. And your future. And so you'd be a fool not to realize that this person is going, someone might call this person for a recommendation at some point and say, what, you know, you always have to think about, did you leave when it's possible? And there are situations where it isn't possible and where, you know, I'm not get, I'm not hearing here this guy's the, the, that this boss is the worst boss that ever lived and treated us terribly forever and da 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 I think Kulop's original point was the point, which is they made a budgetary decision. And I'm sure it hurt that no one called you and said, listen, you're fabulous at your job. 
you're the most qualified person on staff, but you cost X amount of dollars and we can't really carry that overhead anymore. And that would have been, you wouldn't have been happy about that either, but it would have been nice to have that satisfaction, which is, it has nothing to do with you, or your performance. If anything, we think you're fabulous. We wish we could keep you. We can't afford to keep you. And that's why we're keeping this one and that one who do half a job, but can just keep the boat afloat. We don't you- need all this. Uh, we don't need all this overhead. And that would be, the, I mean, you could, you could, if that's all you want to hear, that your ego is bruised, that you were fired and blah, blah, blah. It's also something that you sort of have to deal with on your own, which is, are you good at your job? Do you already know that? Is this some sort of underlying insecurity about what your value was to them or whatever? That's sort of something you have, that's work you sort of have to do on your own, which is why do I care if I know I did a great job, if I know I brought in X, Y, and Z, if I know there isn't a legal implication here in terms of, well, they owe, if it was a sales job, they owe me X because I brought in this kind of business. You know, if there's anything like that to wrap up, then you should deal with it. But on some level, this is business. And it would be nice if the boss had acted better. But also this all happened in the middle of the pandemic. I mean, I can only imagine that the, stress the boss was feeling about just trying to keep the doors open. So I think you have to think about what you want. If it's just that your feelings are hurt and you want someone to tell you you were good at your job and they're sorry to see you go, I mean, you can sort of ask for that. Yeah, You can, you can sure go in and you. say, I just need to know, was it something I did or was it that I was too expensive? And I need to, and I am curious, I, I want an exit interview of some kind. I want to know. But I still think that but she But do you really in- want to know? And I still think no matter what, she should take in a bunch of shopping bags with her. And take what? A la pretty woman. Nothing. She just had just been shopping. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. So that she's got, in other words, she's got them as props. So she's got to get out of there to get a shopping home anyway. Exactly. Just like in the movie. Exactly. You could have you could have had all all this these sales. Yep. Yeah. All these Chanel bags I just bought while unemployed. Cool up. Have you ever let go of someone or been let go? Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, I have been, uh, uh, both, both. I, uh, was fired from Macy's because, uh, I had gotten into a wrong, uh, uh, crew of sorts, uh, when I was in high school and I took a, um, stolen check and I put it in my account and won it on a shopping spree. Good for you. So that was a rightful, uh, (laughs) let go. So you didn't have to ask why. No, no, no. I got, I understood when I was um, in the security office uh, <laughs> in uh, around uh, monitors and was being dressed down uh, to give names and that I would, uh, I was told that I would rightfully have to pay restitution. Um, <laughs> and I thought, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Busted is another way to look at it. Busted. And when yes. you had to let go of someone, did, was it, I, such an awkward thing. Was it was it amicable? Did you tell them why? Or well, did they guess, know why? Okay, so maybe I didn't personally let them go, but we had a uh, horrible post-supervisor the first season of Bajillion. Um, and uh, I guess I didn't have to do it. I guess that was Paramount who had to, right. to come in and, 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 and the unions had to come in. And, this, and remove But himself. this was not a performance-based. It does not sound like this was a performance-based issue. 
You have to figure out what's at the head of the issue. This, the, the letter writer has to ask yeah. themselves a deep question about what is it you want to know? Do you want to yeah. know if this is a performance issue or is this totally personal and your ego's bruised because you thought you gave so much to this company and you were so great at this job and that they can live without you? And the truth is almost everyone is replaceable in every job. And that in this moment, this boss had to make some tough decisions. And, and then nobody, this, yeah. nobody has job security. No. Even and, it though, and it would have been nice if they could have yeah. taken the moment to be nice and explain it to you in a nice way. But they're just trying to keep their business afloat. Rana, this is feeling very personal. I'm getting very uncomfortable, I have to be honest with you. <laughs> Brian, this is probably a good time to let you know that Cool Up is my new co-host <laughs> on the show. You, you know what? Can and I I'll make- tell you what, it is performance-based. <laughs> Well, here's here's and we my appreciate sig- everything you've contributed to the show Rana. up until now, but you're Rana. too expensive. First of all, no, Rana, you're eating me out of house and home at the carriage house. Listen, and by the way, I want you to know that when the power went out in the long run, I probably saved you a few bills, so I'll take it in cash. <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. I'll no, take I, it in cash. I also want to say- And I still owe you for the beefsteak tomatoes. You do. Brian keeps sending me a Venmo request. We went to Trader Joe's. He picked up beefsteak tomatoes I never asked for. And, and he won't eat them for some. Or he, I guess you do eat them. Because I, I just said I didn't want them. And then I, I eat them. Eat times. them like an apple. He like freezes an apple, them and eats them like hard. an apple. Yeah. <laughs> and he keeps sending me a Venmo request for $72 worth of tomatoes. Yeah. Which apparently includes gasoline and his time everything, waiting in line outside everything. the store. And my, my nerves while I'm yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. But I also Damages. want to say, even though this- you're, <laughs> you're the only one that eats it, though, is what I'm hearing. I never even asked for them. But I Because he them. thought, he said, Rhonda, do you want me to pick you up some groceries while I'm out? And yeah. I said, not really. So, okay, I'll do it. And yeah. then here we are. Yeah. And you yeah. hate Trader Joe's. So everyone I, knows that. I love well, Trader Ho-Ho's, though. She does. <laughs> JoJo's at Christmas. That's what I like. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, anyway. I'm not going to bring you the mason jar of, of uh, spicy cake mix with little marshmallows in it and a few, um, what do you <laughs> call it? Spicy? You're making yeah. cake jazz now? Uh, yeah, it's just starting. I'm, I'm, well, I bought some. I, I, anyway. but Okay. Well, let's move on. I don't think it's that funny, Rana. Uh, I think this this letter writer needs to do a little soul searching, is I what so I too. think, and figure out what it is you're really trying to get. But- Put a pin in the idea that you have a reputation and that you have a, a long life to live as a professional and that you got to be a little careful here about uh, the way that it's nice to leave on good terms if you can. Okay. Dear Ronna Bryant and curated guest. <laughs> that is accurate. It's true. It's pronounced cool op. <laughs> My- <laughs> My husband and I recently moved into our first home. We've exchanged a few pleasantries with the neighbors, but not much more than a good morning or welcome to the neighborhood. One thing we especially like about our new home is the backyard pool. It's nice to swim, sit by the pool. It's not like we can go to many of the places we normally would at this time. Plus, my husband and I have talked about using the pool for a cocktail party with our friends post-quarantine. Recently, I was contacted by a neighbor who asked if her elementary school-aged daughter could swim at our house this summer as no other pools will be open. I understand that these challenging times, that these, there's a lot of missing letters in this, uh, words in this email, but I understand that these are challenging times and as the new neighbors, we want to get along. Plus, as the only gay couple in the neighborhood, 
that we know of, we sometimes feel like gay ambassadors and wonder how it would sound if we said that we want to keep our pool as an adults-only space. It wouldn't sound great. My question that is That sounds this. like porn. My question. Get a line. Get a sign for the fence that says "adults only." Adults only. Yeah, adults no one... only play area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My question is this: Are we terrible people if we tell her no, and that we don't want her and her ten-year-old daughter over to swim? We're just settling into our first home and don't want to be known as the neighborhood grouches or the antisocial weirdos. Thank you, Eric. Well, I have been to Rana. Well, Kulop has a brand new house. Party, yeah, she's got a like, brand new gorgeous house. With it's a like gorgeous that pool, pool is like the Great Gatsby. <laughs> the whole anyone situation who's anyone stunning. would want. I'm not kidding. Anyone who's stunning. it's so dramatic. The view of it, it's so gorgeous. Anyone stunning. who's anyone wants to swim in that pool. Kulop, yeah. what would you do if, if this uh, is this came up yesterday? We're we are deciding that uh, it's interesting. But our friends with kids, we're going to uh, invite them to use the pool because in what capacity? Uh, we, we wouldn't, that they can come to the house, uh, they can use the pool. They bring their own towels. Uh, there's a bathroom downstairs that you can use. Um, yeah. Just and so you don't know. necessarily have to host them. No, no. Yeah. I will probably be inside. Good for uh, you. Just with binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I'm telling you, great Gatsby. <laughs> Do you know, do you have an idea about either hours that it would be okay that they come? Can they come anytime they want? Is How there much notice? Definitely, yeah, we're going to need notice. Is there <laughs> a key need- needed for the gate? What are the parameters? I, I can uh, mm-hmm. I can open the gate remotely, mm-hmm. uh, meaning with a remote. Great, uh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> meaning I open and I click, click, the gate opens. They can drive on up. Um, but yeah, I, I I would think people wouldn't be here all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but, but are you planning on saying if you want to come between ten and eleven, that's fine? Or are you saying, yeah, we're home? Uh, I, you know, uh, truly, this is something that has come up since yesterday. Um, I just figured it'd be a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're willing to have children in your adults only play space. Oh, I, I, I don't view my place as an adults only play space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, in fact, there's a uh, there's a play set play uh, set. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Yeah. So please, no one's using it. So well, I have a feeling someone it. else who has a pool here is an adults only person. Ronna. Who would that be? I think it might be you. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. I mean, okay. these, these guys sound a little persnickety to me. I'm just going to say that. The idea that they said they were saving their pool I get for it, a cocktail party post quarantine. They're saving the pool. It's a pool. Yeah. I mean, you're saving it. What does that mean? Because they just want to. They just want the pool to be spotless and beautiful and clean, so they can invite their friends over and be like, "Look at what we have," which is, I think, kind of a nice idea. And I do get that they don't want to be the community pool. Like, I'm not saying my neighbors can use the pool. Right. I'm saying people I know, dear friends. Yeah. Who have kids and maybe don't want to go to the beach and maybe don't, you know, it's tough right now. This might be a nice outlet. Like, but to kind of, I get not wanting it to be the community pool. I, sure. I do understand that. To me, it sounds like they've already made the decision. They don't want anybody in the pool. 
They want to feel like they can go outside when they want to go outside and that there's not going to be somebody out there. And so it also sounds like they're not people that want people over all the time. And so, I mean, never was there a better excuse than the pandemic if you don't want people to come over to your pool where you just say, well, it's a little tricky in case you decide to entertain, but you could just say, we're not entertaining right now. We're not having people over. But you don't want to back yourself into that corner because actually in the pandemic, pools are one of the only, a personal pool, a private pool, is one of the only spaces where you could have someone. Brian came over, for instance, he was on the other side of the pool and I was on the other side of the pool. And it was quite pleasant to sit outside and to talk, but to be on the other side of the pool. She made me a margarita. It was so good. Oh. Yeah. I made him a blood orange. A blood blood orange margarita. It was so good. But- You are sort of defining yourself in a way in this relationship with the neighbors. I mean, personally, I don't care if my neighbors like me or they don't like me. I'm with you. I mean, I want them to like me in terms of I'm a good neighbor. Yeah, you want to yes. be respectful. I trim my of trees. I'm respectful. Da, I'm not da, loud. Da. Yeah. But my home is my private space. If I want right. to invite the neighbors over once a year for a party, that's one thing. But there are neighbors who I have, I mean, this is a boundaries issue, who I have neighborly relationships with, where if something's going on on the street, we can have a chat about that and we can all make a collective decision, but that I've never had them in my home and I don't plan on having them in my home. I actually, I'm sort of surprised at this and maybe if I were actually in the situation, it'd be different. I feel like they should let her come over. I feel like this is a really difficult time for kids. And I don't know. I, I think if there's a way a la Kulop to not have to see them or, you know, really have to worry about entertaining them in any way and really doing it like an hour once or twice a week or something. Well, maybe part of the problem is that this neighbor said, can we use the pool this summer instead of oh. saying, would yeah. you mind if we came over for a swim? Yeah. And so I think maybe that's also, part of- Also, could they blame this on an insurance thing? In other words, like, do they have to, I don't know. I mean, you could, but then you're that. But, I mean, yeah, what is that? No. You know, then you're that person. Right, but, totally. I mean, I think you could say, I think I think it's bold for the person to say, can we use your pool this summer? I think that that's is a, that is a, a, little, a little crazy. But you could say, you know, we have we're we're gonna be well they they don't want anybody there when they're, they're not there either. <laughs> but no, because I would let the, I would have the neighbor, but I they don't really have a relationship with this That's neighbor. That's the problem. That's I true. would say to my friend, I would have it all be on me. Which is, would you like to bring so and so over on Saturday for a dip? And I and in my would want my neighbor to be satisfied with that. But the fact that the neighbor has asked. It's just sort of this idea that it, they're afraid it's going to become a regular thing. That is yeah. pretty obnoxious. And I, 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 the when you, I forgot about that she said exactly like that. And I have to say, my feeling is if someone asks questions like that to strangers, the neighborhood probably doesn't like this person all that much anyway. Like, I don't know who you're even hurting. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting your kid to have somewhere to take a dip. I get that. I think that's nice. Yeah. But I think you'd say, but I you're think right, you for c- the summer, I mean, come on. You could say, um, we'll, we'll let you know. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we'll let you know a day that's good for us for her to come over. That's true. And then you could text them and say, how about Thursday from 11 to 1130? 
and set, and I mean, uh, 11 to one, whatever, put a time on it so that when it's one o'clock, it's time to go. But everyone knows I'm no stranger to throwing people out of my house. If I think the party is over and I'm done, I say, okay, the party's over. And sometimes people You've think had she's your kidding. Fun. Get out. Yeah. Get out. I tell children, I throw children out of my house all the time. And they look at me like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? She you were here for kidding. two hours. Yeah. You had four popsicles. Sure. You took a swim. You ran all over the place. Get out of here. You're done now. You've had your fun. Rana, I could, Rana I would also is closing say, up shop. Sure. The pool yeah. is closed. When Brian That's came right. over, I said, okay, I've got to watch 90 Day Fiance. Now it's time for you to leave. And he said, I understand. And then it took another it's hour to and a half to get that. him out of there. But yeah. No, I know because I had to tell you. <laughs> a story. Can I just tell you one thing, Rana? Can I just tell you one thing? I wanted thing? to recap. <laughs> we were supposed. I just finished Chesapeake by James Mishner. And I wanted Rana to hear all about it. No, Chapter um, one. You, what I was going to. Yeah. A land is formed. Um, I just want to say that I think also you could get something out of this by this way. Ooh. You could say to the lady. I plan on having a very fancy cocktail party with very cultured people when this is over. And they're all going to come and we're just, it's going to be so fun. It's going to be very dignified. Your little daughter can come over and swim, but she better be working up a synchronized swimming routine with a friend because the day my cocktail party happens, there needs to be a Honest- And if you think that your daughter can put yeah. that together- you're we're in business and if you don't then you need to find her a talent and find it quick because children are don't have a future yeah. anymore they don't yeah. care well, but Brian that means they're going to have to practice in the pool yeah that's so what they I was thinking they'll have to do their Busby oh, Busby right. Berkeley routine practice in the bathtub you know what that's true. this neighbor okay, sh- the neighbor should go idea, get then. a slip and slide that's my personal opinion on this i mean totally I keep, or one of those little fill i wish teams. we had a little more detail cuz i keep going back to the part where the neighbor contacted him and said this summer as opposed yeah. to saying cuz i don't like that person i yes. don't okay, i don't mind I mean. the person that says are you around this weekend would it be a terrible inconvenience if we just came for a quick dip and you could either say you know what? We're not really having people yet. We're maybe we're just being very careful about quarantine. We'll let you know. That's the other thing you could say is at the That's moment, easy. we're not having people. We'll let you know when we, when we're opening up our circle a little bit, and then we'd love to have, you know, Veronica come for a swim or yep. whatever. But so that's one way to handle it. And then just never contact them until they hear you having a cocktail really- party with 25 of your friends. It, and if you really want to be shitty, you could be like, yeah, that's no problem. Can I borrow your car for the weekend? Can I, can I borrow your car me. for the summer? Because I don't feel comfortable driving my car to the grocery. It's for the, for the summer that, bothers, that makes me think I don't like these people. Like the neighbors. I hear you. Yeah. Yes. I do like the idea of just dropping a kiddie pool in their front yard and walking away. <laughs> well, you Why know, I lo- I'm a big fan of the slip and slide. All you need is a hose. Hours of fun. Do you slip and slide, Rana? Uh, if you want to build me a slip and slide in the backyard and you can handle the sight of me in a bathing suit, Brian, get get ready. Kidding? Get but the ready. rash, the it hurts at, at you know, at a certain point. And if you got the water going at the right pace, okay. All right. No issue. 
And my my guess is you could get an environmentally friendly soap, probably as a little bit, get a little extra slide in there. Ooh, a but, you know, Mrs. Meyer. Oh, but you know who knows the answer to yeah. that is Jerry O'Connell, because I saw that he had he had a huge built a huge slip and slide in his backyard on the Instagram. I saw that. What do you mean built? Don't you just put it he out? He had like a double long one. Oh, yeah. I see. All right. Okay. All right. Hello, Rana and Brian and Kulop. Firstly, I just want to thank you both for making this quarantine. Well, that's three people in this. But I guess they mean me and Rana Kulop. Firstly, I want to thank you both for making this quarantine bearable. She is too, though. Two episodes a week. Excuse me. It's kept me sane. I do need to give some context before my question. I'll try to keep it quick. They never do. How many paragraphs is this letter? 40. Yeah. It's it's actually James Mishner writing in and Mickner, excuse me. It's is it Mickner, Texas. not Mishner? I say both. I don't know which it is. All right. I do need to give some context before my question. Right. I'll try to keep it quick. I am a Canadian expat living and working in Madrid oh. for the last eight years. Cape Bueno. I work for. You see, I work for a, for a small startup with a team of internationals, about 10 okay. of us. We have French, Spanish, German, Russian, Dominican. It's a real mix. As we are all away from home and our family, we are really each other's family here. Now for my issue. It's true we are very tight knit. Okay. In the beginning, we would spend the day together at the office and then without question spend the evening sipping sangria. Oh, it's so nice. On a mm. terrace. Or doing some kind of social activity together. Weekend plans were a given, et cetera, et cetera. Now, however, people are getting married, having kids, buying apartments, and really growing into the next phase of life, which doesn't always allow for the same routine we once had. There's a friend in our group who really hasn't moved beyond the golden days of our group. She's an amazing, caring person, but her dependency on me and my husband in particular is beginning to wear on me. We work closely together every single day, and then she wants to be with us in the evening after work and always tries to make plans for us on the weekends. We politely decline many times, using some excuse or another. When it's time to walk home from work, we go our separate ways, and she will then call me to walk her home. We've had several instances when we were on vacation, and she's texting us both every day, all day, so much so that we've had to make a rule that she lets us disconnect when we're away. Imagine Rana drinking champagne on the coast of Brava, and rather than focusing on the moment, we're interrupted constantly by incoming messages. Imagine Rana. Oh, sorry. Imagine yeah. Rana. The quarantine has allowed us a bit of space, but now as things slowly start to open, it's starting again. She wants to go for walks every day. She's back to planning our weekends mm. for us, and I have to pretend I have a headache or, oh. or that we are somehow too busy in our apartment to attend. My impatience with it is all stirring up again. I've spoken to her about it several times over the years. I've literally uttered the words, I can't give you the type of friendship you need, and I need more space than you. I've told her I often feel like there are three people in my relationship, but it literally goes one ear and out the other. I can't help but picture how our lives 10 years from now when we started our own family uh, and still having to emotionally take care of this friend to this extreme extent. The thought makes me miserable. I don't dislike her either. I just dislike this much of her. Our other friends don't have this issue because their relationship at work is not on such a close level. So while they are her friends, we are her best friends. What do I do? Most people simply distance themselves from people who stress them out and limit contact with overbearing people, but I can't do this fully. I hope you can spare some wise words for me. Please don't use my real name if you end up reading this on the show. Kiss Kiss from Madrid. Ooh, because they work together closely. Oh, that sucks. Mm. You're just going to have to be unkind, I think. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know why I started talking because I actually don't know how to handle this. Mm, yeah. I mean, you've literally said you take up too much space in my life and I don't like. It's a toughie. It's three in this relationship. But they work closely. That's the. I know. That's the rub right there. It's That's really, really difficult. It's a real toughie. But. I think you just have to learn to start saying we can't. Yeah. What are you doing Saturday night? Want to go have dinner at blah, blah. We can't. We have plans. What about yeah. after yeah. work? Da, da, da. We can't. Oh, that sounds like fun. We can't. And if they say why, just say like. We already, we, uh, we, we already have something else we're doing. We have plans. Or I mean, essentially, I actually even think you can say, you know, we just don't yeah, feel like it. Yeah, I'm exhausted. It's really mean, but. Yeah, you could say we just want this weekend to ourselves or whatever. But also, is the truth? Yeah. It is. I think, um, yeah. I I think, think you can't do the, the headache. Routine. I think, yes. I think part of the problem is when you start coming up with creative excuses all of the time instead of just reinforcing a very simple boundary, which yeah. is we can't. That sounds, oh, that sounds nice. We can't. Or I think when you start saying, oh, Saturday, let me check. Okay. And then you keep kicking the ball down the road and then it's Friday and then Saturday. Well, why don't you text me Saturday morning and we'll let you know if we're available. Okay. It's Saturday morning. Are we going to the farmer's market? Oh, I have a headache now. I mean, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we just, we can't do Saturday. Oh, we can't do this weekend. I think you have to pull it back to more of a bird's eye level at this point. Because I think when you start getting into the nitty gritty is where people's feelings get hurt. But where you sort of say, and you've told this person, I mean, this is a lonely person that doesn't want to hear those things. Because you've said, we can't spend this time. We can't. And look, and the other thing is, it sounds like you do all have a good time together. And that you genuinely yeah. like this person. And she obviously loves you guys. So that's lovely. But... These kind of things take a toll on a relationship. And at some point, it's not just as simple as she won't leave us alone. It becomes we don't ever spend time ourselves. Where with, there's always you, a third person around. And that's I kind of okay when you're in say, your 20s. But really, as you get older, that's not really. I wonder if she could even say the next time they ask her for weekend plans, just say, you know, we're really going to do weekends by ourselves. So please don't ask uh, us to do stuff on the weekends, we'll let you know when we can. I mean, it's cr- it's sort of harsh, but I think that feels hurtful. I think when you yeah. say there's a new policy, it's very clear what mm. you're saying is we don't want to spend any time with you. And so I think as much as it would be nice to say it once, that yeah. feels a little bit harsh to me. Maybe I'm wrong. But it's tough because no. she's going to be hurt no matter what because she they it sounds like they don't feel like that she's their best friend, but she feels like they are her best friend. There's there there's it, at a certain extent there will the hurt cannot be avoided. Yes, and if you keep this going with your you're really because I think you're nearly there. You're going to start hating yeah. this person. Like you really just have to live in the discomfort 
for the first few yeah. times and then you'll get better at it. And also like, I think can. she, um, because otherwise you're just going to yeah. resent this person and that's not a road you want to go down. Cause she does sound yes. cool. And then what well. I think you start to, it's a little bit like <laughs> it doesn't sound that cool. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. But once you keep saying, I mean, can we get her a boyfriend or a girlfriend? It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, the, the uncomfortableness of saying no will hopefully go away. And th- when you say no, it won't be so charged. But from you. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you getting used to putting this back. Like, I know you've already spoken to her about this, but like really, it'll it'll hopefully, you know, not be so steeped in. I don't want to say angst, but I also fear. think a little humor doesn't hurt if you can pull it off. I mean, every personality uh, yeah. is a little different, but like I was saying about throwing kids out of my pool, <laughs> you know, the message, the I'm saying the same, you could, there are people that could, it would bubble up and they would say, you have to leave. Everybody has to go. It's driving me crazy that you sold my house. And you, and you sort of think, what happened to you? And they're yeah. like in their room panicking. And then yeah. there's the version of, okay, everybody out. What do you mean? The party's not over. Sure it is. I just said it was over. Get out of here. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Go. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Who says the ha, 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 you? Is that the humor? <laughs> no, when but you say ha, ha. The kids say ha, ha, ha. They uh, think you're joking. And you say, okay. get out of here. Oh, they think you're But kidding. I think yeah. when this woman calls you yeah. on the phone and says, can you walk me home? You say, no. You're 32. Walk yourself home. Stop calling me, ask me yeah. to walk you home. I'm not going to do it anymore. Ha 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 Yeah. But I mean, in a joking manner where you sort of say, okay, you know what, Veronica, again, Veronica, <laughs> we've got two Veronicas this week. You know, you know what, Veronica, this is the third time this week you've called me to walk you home. You're a 32 year old woman and I am in my pajamas. Do not call me to walk you home again. Ha ha ha. Make sure you say ha 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 at the end. (laughs) Also, when you're on vacation, just like leave your phone in your room. Well, the other thing is, why is your phone at the table? Yeah, you don't have to answer. That's the other thing is you have to. Even for the walk home, you have to reset the the pace. I I totally agree with that. You have to reset the the pace. Not safe. Not safe for her to be on the phone while she walks home. That is. That's true. It's actually. She should be looking around. Yeah, not smart. You know, not on the phone. But I agree. That's a bad idea. Brian is is right about you have to also reset the pace at which you respond to her, which you've tried to do. But because if you really do want more time in your relationship and you really do want less time with her, then really when you get home, focus on your you know relationship. Watch TV with your partner. I texted you last night. Why didn't you respond? But don't answer the phone. Turn my phone off. Yeah, I'm trying a new thing. When I get home, I put my phone away. Yes. She's just used to the, the problem is they're, they've been friends for eight years. They're used to this. They're used to this pattern. So it is going to, there's going to be a little growing pains, but you have to change the the pattern a little bit. You got to change the pace of the, and the pattern here. Yeah. It's on you to make the change though. Yes. And I would try to be careful about her. She sounds like a nice person and a lonely person. I would be careful about trying not to hurt her feelings while also establishing your boundaries. I do think that that's, that's entirely possible. You could also do the thing, and this is not popular advice. I've used this one. I think it's a classic and it does get you out of situations. You could load Mm. a gun, put it in your mouth. And every time she asks you a question, just say, do you want to ask that again? Yeah, and then maybe we're back to Looney Tunes. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, that's not not pop. Yeah, I see why that's not popular. 
<laughs> see why that maybe is not. Uh... <laughs> All right. Where you stand now, should we do our giveaway? Yes. Hmm. Cool off yeah. every week. We give away a fabulous prize that we're enjoying or have used or let me put it this way. It's not a it's not something used. Oh yeah, it's not it's just used. that in our lives. It's something we, have we used, use, but it's not used. It's not your new. trash. It's not that- it's not certified <laughs> no, it pre-owned. Isn't. Okay. Okay. It is not. It is brand spanking new for them, but it's something that we've appreciated or that has made a difference That's in one so of lovely. our lives. And, and so yeah. And so we give that away to the the uh, person who wrote in that we think deserves it most. And it can just be from your Whoever heart. There's you no criteria like other than I want this to person it. to get it. This so week's sh- giveaway gift, is a large cast iron skillet, which I think is a fabulous gift on a Kulop episode because Kulop is a terrific, terrific cook. Oh, yeah. She's a fabulous cook. It. She loves oh. to cook. Scott oh, had to learn how that. to bake so that she wouldn't leave him. <laughs> Because she said, I'm making you a 40-course meal over here. You think you could throw a cake together? That's my interpretation of what happened. say quarantine for for seven weeks, we were making really good meals. I am out of that. I'm so tired of cooking. I am just like, ugh. No, and now also, everybody ate like the world was ending. And and then everybody gave 15 pounds. And now we all have to go on to summer eating. That's right. And excuse me, Rana, this is right on time because guess what is, guess what is brining? I'm, I'm making a roast chicken tonight in Get my lodge, cast iron skillet. What recipe are you yeah, doing? No joke. I'm doing the, I forget her name, but it's the acid fat okay. salt heat lady. Yeah. And so it's the buttermilk oh roast chicken. That's delicious. That sounds so good. I know. It's so Very funny. I didn't, too, but I, I didn't I've never get made an invitation or even a, even a suggestion that you would leave a chicken thigh on my door. Or, um, no, I told you, I told you, Advina, I told you, Advina, that when I was done, oh, I would give you what was left. How many meals yeah. have I made for you in quarantine, Brian? I made every meal except for this one, probably. <laughs> I think you're right. Well, anyway, I'll give you. I'll send you. Know you know what? You know what? I won't okay. eat it first. You'll send the whole I'll chicken over to you. No, take, you know what? Just take a picture, text it to me. Text me a no, picture. No, no, no. I'll send you the chicken, and then whatever okay. you don't eat, I'll oh, eat. Wow, that's awful. Text me a picture of your chicken. Okay. In okay, any event, and when I said my lodge, I think well, we all it's know yours because it's going it's in your in bag on your way home. Everyone knows that. But well, it's very it heavy, a, but, but in all I, jokes yeah, aside, it's a fabulous pan. Yeah, and it's such a utilitarian pan because you can cook it, use it as a skillet, you can throw it in yes. the oven. It's a great gift. Just make yeah. make sure all to purpose. season it, friends. Very important. Yes, which yeah. just means oil. I never knew that. Just means oil. Just do Make a little sure the, dab of oil. the surface is always uh, slick. Okay, yeah, so baby, who we, who who are our options today, Brian? Oh, okay. The person who was fired who wants to possibly yeah. talk to their boss. Uh, okay, we also have the person who the, uh, is abroad who wants to distance themselves themselves and the from pool the party, and we also have the pool party gay man, adults yeah. only pool party. Mm-hmm. Adults only uh, pool party. Somebody looking for uh, satisfaction from and then Madrid distancing. Mm. Yeah, correct. International shipping for Madrid. Oh, mm, good call. Yeah, yeah forget that. that out. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy pan. It's a heavy, it's a very heavy pan. pan. Um, I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go with the first. I'm gonna go with uh, the person who lost their job. 
Um, you know, at least no matter what you, whatever you say to your boss, you'll have a pan out of this. And if you pretend that your job is an egg or a dish and you heat up that Mm -hmm. pan, you drop your food and it sizzles and you can, you can smoke a cigarette and look out the window and say, I think, I think we know who won this. I was really going to give it to the gay pool party. Yeah, because I come? felt like they just moved into a new house and that oh, they housewarming. and that they could be they could be cooking while the other because part of it is they don't want to give they don't want to give anything up to the neighbors. Oh, so so it's sort of almost yeah. like an exchange where they they got something so they could remember to be generous, essentially. Oh, I or, have to say, going back oh. to the pool party, I mean, I completely get it. I don't want any itinerant neighbor children in my pool either but if <laughs> but if ever yeah. there was a time to be generous it would really be. it's an hour so the deck yeah. gets wet and then it dries off and it's an hour but i, I still i still stick with my think choice. about the kid not about the parent because the parent's a schmuck but think about the kid that's true i agree but all I'm right you want to give it to the job lady i want to give it to the job lady but you brought up the the couple with the pool and I they probably already it, have one. Let's be yeah, honest. Which would be is kind of funny to say, I won't let you use my pool, but here is a cast iron skillet. <laughs> <laughs> and that's t- it's brand well, new. I won't let you use my pool, but why don't you go roast a hot chicken in your hot kitchen with no pool yep. outside your back door to jump in? And then go watch mm-hmm. Looney Tunes on HBO Max and teach your kid how to th- 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 put a fry. All right, it's going face. to the lady that lost her job, but I just want to circle back on her for a moment because I really think she needs to think about why she wants this confrontation and what it's really about and that it shouldn't just be about hurt feelings you have to be professional on some level and you have to understand that there's a bottom line but if you have answers you want that is your chance to get your answers for sure now cool up what we do is we read a cliffhanger Mm. and we don't go ahead Brian no I'm sorry you know better than go ahead you tell everyone we answer it on the Patreon, and so he, so we what we don't answer it here, but uh, we answer it on the Patreon, and they're always sizzling hot questions. Speaking of Lodge, and my question for you is Kulap, are you are you you're at Kulap everywhere? Is that right? Uh, on uh, socials, I'm at, no? I am Kulap on Instagram and at Kulap on Twitter. Got it. Okay, so follow her for all the things. Um and uh, watch Origin Story yes, on Amazon. Please. Watch and Bajillion. Is Bajillion available anywhere? Uh, iTunes and, uh, maybe? and Amazon too. Yep, oh, and also all Amazon. Oh, fabulous. Fabulous. Oh, terrific. Okay. As, assuming Amazon doesn't go out of business. I think it's um it, it will be okay. It's, it's looking uh, okay. It's okay. looking really good. Um yeah, it seems like they're doing better. Well, I'll oh, see okay. if I end up going to Jeff's party, I'll ask him what this quarter looked like for him. Well, you've never gone run. I think it would be a, actually a big feather in his cap. No, I'm not going to go during quarantine, but he can keep asking. His yeah. parents are very nice and very, very charitable. I will say that. Okay. They okay. give to the Mount Sinai Parenting Center, which is a terrific, terrific uh, organization. People are looking for a place to give great. to the Mount Sinai Parenting Center. They should think about it. Okay. And it's a good time to remind people if you join the Patreon and especially Sana Privilege, just two dollars of every that's right. new subscriber is going to so the Trevor Project. So for June, that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're giving two dollars to every. But we'll say that at the very, very end. Brian. We're going to say at the beginning and I just at thought the it beginning would be nice and in the, the middle. I but know, it's nice. And it's called Sana Privileges. 
Oh, okay. yes. So Rana just let me finally start using her infrared sauna in her house. Um, but I spilled tequila all over it. So it the got regular a Patreon is $5 a month. That's a carriage house all access pass. Okay. But if you yeah. want to use the infrared sauna and the Schwitz, <laughs> and now that the weather is nice, yeah. have access to the, to the pool deck, that's sauna privileges. And with sauna privileges, Correct. you get video of the Patreon show. And Brian, Correct. every now and again, releases a picture of one of his body parts. A new body part coming really? this week. Huh. Yeah. And I, just, just so that I'm tracking it, people are giving it for this, of course, this extra content, but they're, it's like giving credit for Brian to have more access to your house. Is that also motivation? It, it is for me. Yeah. Because I have to say the privileges come and go, Kulop, depending on, because I have to be Behave, honest with you, yeah. Yadvina misses a lot yeah. of spots. It's based on Brian's behavior. Yeah. He broke a te- glass well, of tequila based- and my sauna was out of commission for, yeah. But that's because I was P&M watching my performance. All right. I mean, none of that's wrong, but I think you're, I think the tone is different than it should be. Okay. Well, wow. <laughs> right words, wrong face. Okay. <laughs> Dear Rana, Brian, an esteemed guest. Hello from Ireland. So here's my question. Oh, cool. My family decided at, at the start of March to move to the countryside as we have two small children, one with an immune condition and is considered very high risk. My wife could not move down as she works in a supermarket while I'm a solicitor and can work from home. My wife had set up cameras inside and outside. Solicitor's yeah, like a lawyer, yeah. right? Okay. My wife had said, I think a barrister is like a litigator and a solicitor is like a regular lawyer. A barrister, okay. you would, they would show up in court and a solicitor is someone who would more do your, uh, that's a barista. It's a barista. Yeah, barista. Oh, okay. All right, whatever. <sighs> My wife could not work and move down as she works in a supermarket while I'm a solicitor and can work from home. My wife had set up cameras inside and outside this house before COVID for security. She then started using them to check in on us. The problem is sometimes she is turning on the cameras and just checking in, and I don't realize until I hear her voice coming from somewhere. It scares the shite out of me. Sometimes she stays silent and just watches us, which is unsettling. She is very tax savvy. Well, I am not. I understand that she is lonely at the moment. We miss her too, but I guess I find it a bit creepy. I asked her to just give notice before she checks in, but she said no, as that takes away from it. My idea was to start putting oh books God. and other... I, she gets boost out of scaring the shit out of them. My idea was to start putting books and other items in front of the cameras for some privacy hours, because of course the only place... And I, because the, of course the only place I can handle confrontation is at work. I can usually let things go after a while, but this is continually putting me on edge. Am I being unreasonable? How do I stop being stalked in my own home? Help. Also, thank you so much for this oh, yeah. podcast. The two episodes a week is one of the only things getting me through this. As a longtime fan of you both individually, this has instantly become my favorite podcast. Sorry if this question was too long. Warmest regards, Rachel. Oh. Rachel, as everyone knows, we'll answer this on patreon.com slash askrana. Hop on over there and sit on the egg. I don't know what that means. I mean, and it sounded terrible. (laughs) It really sounded terrible. Kulap, thank you so much for being with us. I I am Kulap. We love you. 
at I am cool up. Yes, yes. Say hello to your fabulous Say hello to the mogul for us. Sweet, the sweet last dog. time we saw him, he came to Marblehead to be with us, but we haven't seen him since the pandemic. Where was I during this? You should you should talk you know, to him about that. You're probably yeah, he working. said he was working out some new cat skills material at the Comedy Connection, <laughs> but I didn't I didn't go down there to check it out, so I can't confirm or deny that for you. Okay, well, yeah. all right. Well, yeah. you know what? I'll keep you guys updated, and maybe I'll have some advice. I'll need some advice. Yeah, well. you might have to send in a question. <laughs> you got um, it. And if you if you send it in KV, we'll know it's anonymous. <laughs> Okay, got it. Thank you. Yeah, because I I love this podcast. I listened to the uh, stay at ho- uh, at Homekins episode. Oh, oh and sure, I, yeah. First of all, it's just so so. You guys are so funny, and but the advice is stellar. I, I sh- really, I'm telling it you, really is. Thanks to adv- thanks to guests uh, like you. I mean, no kidding. I'm I'm a new listener. Thank you. All right, That's we so love sweet. you. Stay safe. And maybe you'll send us your favorite recipe that you've been making in quarantine, your, your most successful recipe of all of quarantine. Because oh, be I would fun. love to post it because Cool Up is really such a magnificent cook that I think it would be really fun for someone to see one of her Her secret recipes. is she doesn't ever use um, whipped cream. She uses Cool Whip. <laughs> it's, it's pronounced Cool Up. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I keep fucking into this. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.